what's up? Welcome to Afterbite, a Vampire Diaries fancast. It's only ten years too late. We're here. We're back. We're on time this week. And this is weird. Nobody's going to know this because it is an audio medium, but it is weird that I can see your guys' faces right now as we're recording this. This is the first time we've done this, and I uh-huh. don't like looking at Brian as he, like, interrupts me. It's just like, <laughs> ah. I'm kidding. I love you, Brian. I <laughs> interrupt you that time. How dare you? <laughs> that time. Oh, but the podcast <laughs> is still young. Uh, just a quick housekeeping note I want to throw in here at the top is that on our YouTube channel, there is going to be a special behind-the-scenes episode uh, that we're calling Behind the Bite. It's going to be going up on our YouTube channel. It is going to be about making this episode of Afterbite. It's about how uh, we go from beginning to end. Uh, it'll be like half editing tutorial, half me just yelling at a camera to kind of like tell y'all what's up. So... Um, that will be on our YouTube channel, hopefully the day that this uh, podcast goes up. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. So this week, we are looking at episode season two, episode five and six, Kill or Be Killed and Plan B. Both good title names, actually. Like, sometimes I think we give TVD some shit for their weird title names. These ones, though, kind of fucking slap, actually. Yeah. I like this. I like these ones. They're nice. I think that um, I never really do pay attention to to um, title names unless they're like really, really like cheesy or bad. Cause so, I'm like Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, oh, that was an interesting choice. But if it's like, <laughs> but if it's like a, if it's a like an okay title, I'm like, all right, good valid, job. good job. Yeah. So. Kill or be killed. The Netflix description. God. I saw that in your notes, so I absolutely knew you were going to do it. And I was still like, oh, yeah, you did do that, huh? I did. I really did. Anyway, the Netflix description. What is it, B? Exactly. The Netflix description is Tyler learns more about the Lockwood family curse from Mason and Sheriff Forbes receives startling information. Which, of all the things Sheriff Forbes receives this episode, startling information. It's an understatement. <laughs> An understatement. Oh, yeah, it is. So, I mean, uh, oof. Yeah, it's a big fucking that, oof. When we get to that point, I want to talk. I have a lot to say. So There is a lot to say, and I'm going to agree with you already. Great. I've read your notes. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. And yes, uh, it is. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway... This episode starts out with like a flashback uh, with Uncle Mason. He's at a bar. He's paying up his tab. He goes outside and some motherfucker is like, hey, why are you sleeping with my girlfriend? And Mason just seems like a good natured surfer guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. What the fuck, my guy? Like, what the fuck? I think that even though it's like, like, oh, Mason's like, oh, I would never do that. It feels like Mason's the kind of guy who, in his past life, has done that. You know what I mean? But he also seemed really, like, hella good-natured compared to, like, Tyler is all, like, repressed anger and rage, which I thought was, like, a werewolf thing. Mm. But Mason seemed so yeah, just, I like, feel... chill Florida guy. Go for it. Yeah, I did write in my notes that Mason Lockwood is from Florida. We cannot confirm nor deny he is Florida man. I can personally confirm nor deny he is not a Florida man, so... 
the state of Florida's silence on this matter is deafening. Is he Florida man? Is yes. he not? We don't know. Wait, so are we saying he's... The United States of Florida does, of... does not claim no. Mason Lockwood. The, the implications of Mason being Florida, Florida man Get high off bath salts, eats a guy's face, like, like the has an illegal Flor- monkey operation. Like, is he Florida Flor- man? Like the things that Florida man does do, like the things that they do. Does. <laughs> no, it's just one man. It is just one man and we don't one know who man. he is. <laughs> the things that Florida man, no, does. It does, right? Yeah. He is still at large, yes. <laughs> like we have not like, caught him. Like it's crazy. So like for Mason to be Florida man, wow, he's been, he's done a lot of shit. <laughs> He is busy. He has made his fucking, he's made his laps around like the boutique drug industry with like bath salts and everything. Like he's just done it all. A very, a man of culture. You know what? what? It makes sense when you think about who he's associated with, you know? (laughs) Like that, that makes sense. That that coincides with one another. Out of the crowd, uh, okay, so Mason and this dude fight. The dude is, like, beating the shit out of Mason. Like, Mason's getting his shit rocked. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of throws up, throws the guy up and just, like, throws him onto the ground. And, uh, oh, there's blood. It suddenly turned into a crime scene. (laughs) And out of the crowd around them emerges somebody who looks a lot like Elena Gilbert. Oh, oh, that's at the end of the episode. Isn't that at the end of the episode? No, that's right there. No, that's yeah, right that's right there. there. No, it's not mm-hmm. because in the in the next part of the episode, don't they have a scene together? Yeah, the next part of the episode is straight up a Catherine Mason sex scene, dude. No, like they like they don't they like have Mason kill the guy, his eyes glow, and then they do Vampire Diaries, and then at the end of the episode, they show that him and Catherine were in cahoots, and like they show the flashback that Catherine like. Was like, so, no, let me go watch real quick. Let me let yeah. me let me confirm or deny this because I'm 95% sure it is immediately that Catherine is right there with Mason. No, let me I confirm think it's or a, deny it's this. A, um, it's towards the oh, wait, end no, of the episode. It definitely is near the end. It's definitely near the end because the next episode is when the transition between Mason, Catherine, Elena, and Stefan happens. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's near the end. Yeah. Oh shit! Fuck! I am wrong. Either way, now the we know this. Di- <laughs> <laughs> the vampire diaries expert has come in yet again. <laughs> he may just be wearing anyway. blankets and AirPods, but he's an expert, ladies and gentlemen. He is an expert. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see this, but like with long, long hair looks like. Oh, hold on, looks like this. Hold on, looks like this. Hi. <laughs> You have a school kid haircut, and you're an expert on the Vampire Diaries. Are you okay, Brian? Are you okay? Hold on. Hello. I am an expert on the Vampire Diaries lore. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Um... What what's that show? Ned the Classified School Survivor Guy? Coconut Head. You have coconut? Yes, I'm you have coconut head vibes, and I'm sorry about that, Brian. I don't mean to dunk no, on you today, but that's a compliment in my world. Thank you. Um. Anyway, so we can you can cut that out, right? Like that part, like we can just kind of like pretend like we didn't know about it. Um. 
well, uh, it's actually well, kind of fun. That that seems a very us style fuck up. I might just leave it in. Okay, great. Let's just keep it. Okay. It's a very us kind of like what the fuck. Um, Tyler runs a neat little gambit on Uncle Mason where he's like, if the moonstone is anywhere, it's probably in this secret safe. Check it and see if it's not there. I don't know. When really Tyler has the moonstone like in his back pocket, just like chilling. That's just the weirdest place to have it hanging out. It's just like in your back pocket, like oh, like, like, like it's like. So first question: When you're Mm -hmm. sitting, when you're sitting down, there's like a stone in your back pocket, so that has to be okay. Yeah, it's probably not in his back pocket. You know what I mean, though. He's keeping it. He has it tucked away in like his sock drawer or something. But is it not in his back pocket? I thought it was actually in his back pocket. Oh wait, no, it's in his backpack. Yeah, I don't know where the fucking moonstone is. I was just saying it to make a goof on Tyler, but no, I was taking it. 100% Here's the funny thing: seriously. no one knows where the moonstone is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be a very recurring theme this season. <laughs> it's our magical MacGuffin for this entire fucking season, basically. Yep. <laughs> uh, but this uh. is the most clever little gambit Tyler's run. Uh, he's yep. like, he's, he's placating both parties in this moonstone arrangement he's like here is a secret of my dad's that you probably didn't know about that if it's not there then i don't know where it is like that's a good gambit love it big fan and then tyler lockwood is that Mm -hmm. dumb bitch but wait no that's not how i wanted to word that (laughs) no he is that dumb bitch though but he also has his moments (laughs) how i meant to word it was tyler may look dumb but he is dumb. dumb He, he is dumb. Yeah, I was like, he may look dumb. And he is. End of sentence. And he, <laughs> he is, but dumb, he did a smart period. thing. He did, this one though, is smart. Good boy. Uh, <laughs> then we go to uh, the Forbes household where uh, Caroline approaches her mom and Caroline is fucking cold. She is I know, right? Ice. Season one, Caroline has entered the chat again. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, man. Uh, Which makes sense because, you know, now as a vampire, she's just amplified. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But they are talking about like a park fundraiser cleanup type thing. I think that's what's going on. It's some very small town bullshit. Yeah, it really is a lot of bullshit. You know what it really is? Remember last season... When there was the mm-hmm. uh, Miss Mystic Falls, and like seven fundraiser fundraisers in no, a row I'm to not get even, to Miss I'm, Mystic I'm Falls, I'm not even connecting it to the fundraisers that they had, the unnecessary okay. fundraisers that they had. <laughs> I'm connecting it to the entire scene where they're 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 interviewing the candidates, and then Caroline says, "I'm part of the Mystic Falls beautification system, whatever, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, connects right back. You know, just like. They're just like continuities right there. Everything yeah. is connected. Yes. They're cleaning the up like a circle park. Of life. Yeah, they're cleaning up a park. They're going to make like a new park because the Fell family donated some land or some shit. I think they donated think- money. Yeah. Um, I think Brian put it best when he says, small towns be weird. That's just an, that's just because Brian actually wrote notes this yeah. time, so I can quote him on himself. So small towns know, be great. fucking weird, dude. 
I don't know what be going on in that town. I love the, one, the note town. above it, though. How many goddamn fundraisers does this town do? And this is from like someone who million. has finished the show, like, in its entirety. Holy it's like, shit. It's like every couple of episodes, there's a new fundraiser. And it's always for some stupid shit that doesn't really matter. Like, can you guys gain some, like, perspective about the world and actually do a fundraiser that matters? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? They're white Mystic people in Virginia. In uh huh. It's the Mystic Falls bubble, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then we go. I think then we go to the park, right? Where they're like fixing up the park. Folks we are like doing... Elena and Stefan. I just had a note that Steph, that Paul's eyebrows this episode are out of fucking control, and I don't know what that was referring to. If that was the park or if that was Elena and Stefan, I'm not entirely sure. Brian, pitch it for um, me here. What what goes I did down? Write- I did write some notes. So basically in that scene, um, Elena and Stefan, like Stefan jumps into her room. So romantic. Um, so Twilight. Um, and they like, they're still pretending. (laughs) They're still like pretending to be fighting. So they kind of talk about the day. Like they got to be separate. They got to act all moody and broody to each other. And Stefan said, when Stefan says, I can't do this anymore, Elena, it means I love you. And when Elena says, fine, Stefan, whatever, it means I love you too. And oh my God, it hurts. (laughs) It hurts me, but I love it. <laughs> anyway. That's a secret mousecatool that we'll save for later. <laughs> I literally, it literally is a secret mousecatool that will be used against us later. <laughs> Do you think we can get copyright striked for just saying the words <laughs> mousecatool? Asking, asking for us me, now, but, because we've already started it and now it feels like a fun gag. I, I don't want to get should we should we make it vampire based so that we don't get copyrighted? Um, how do we let's yeah let's let's Bennett, brainstorm right now let's let's brainstorm what do we what are we calling it instead of a secret mouse tool that's going to help us later it's going to be a secret what that's going to help us later what's a what tool are we here? what's a Bennett, tool we'll that they later. use a lot in the vampire diaries Bonnie <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie. Um, they also use the moonstone. This is a secret moonstone we'll use for later. Um, uh, I will also bring to the table emotional manipulation. They're a really big fan of that one. They use that a lot. It's funny because it happened in the um, the legacy fandom earlier. A secret Buffy tool we'll use for later. <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. Leave a comment down below. Comment. This is not this a, is a no. <laughs> Okay, um, God! <laughs> day 12 of quarantine. Going great. Brian, you just calculated this out earlier. You're, you're on day 13, bud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am. Anyway, we go to the park next. It's a great park. It has a waterfall. <laughs> Can I wait really quickly before we move on? Do not leave a comment because there's nowhere to leave a comment. Just tweet us or leave a voice message for us on Anchor. You leave can't see it because you can't see it because this is an audio medium, as we have discussed before. But uh-huh. Jordan and I just both put our hands over our face and just like face palmed so hard right there in unison and, and i feel like that's just this podcast in a nutshell so we're just like and don't worry we have it. people we have people on the line standing by waiting for your calls <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>? uh, 
that'd be a great suggestion. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Hang up. And remember, <laughs> welcome to Mystic Falls. Please make a donation. <laughs> okay. Okay. We do go to this park. It is a very nice park. They're like building like a new picnic shelter, I guess. And if, like, I, if I'm yep. being completely honest, I was not fully paying attention while they were doing anything in the park. I don't know <laughs> what they were up to. I just know that they were in a park. And they were just they were like I think they were just something kinda... or working or something, but they were just in a park. It's like they were vibing. They were know, just you know that beautifying scene, it. you know that scene in Legacies where uh, where where um, Penelope is in the background and she's just like fixing the curtains. That's what I, <laughs> that's what everyone was doing <laughs> in the park. I wasn't paying attention to anything they were doing. I did write a note. I think like um, somewhere. What did I write? I like. I think I wrote like Arlena and Caroline actually painting that, or is that just like. Oh, they absolutely are not. So they're like painting in air quotes some shit. Like Paul or Paul Stefan is out here, like making some lines on a piece of wood. Yeah, like it's very CW actor work. It reminds me of that uh, Fifth Harmony work from home music video. (laughs) I just thought of that too. Where work. Where, where they're like just strike, around strikes. a bulldozer with construction equipment and they just don't know what they're doing that feels like this entire scene like they just don't they just don't be out here vibing yeah. they don't know what this and you know what doing. you know what it works because i was not paying one cent to what they were doing i was just like i was zoning out on whatever actions they were doing in that scene also yeah. this is the scene where i had that note is that paul's eyebrows are out of fucking control and just like this one scene, I don't know what it was, what it was, but his eyebrows just were out of fucking, just out of this world. Very bushy. I he needed to the get scene. them. <laughs> he needs to get that worked out. He does. I think it was the scene where him and Mason are talking, or Stefan and Mason are talking. Yes. And it's and like, this, like close on his like, face and you can see how bushy they are. And you're like, boy, get yeah. that put and together. He's like, and he's like, Mason, I'm so sorry for what Damon did and everything like that. And I'm like, Stefan, back the hell up. He is a werewolf. Because, <laughs> like, we know at this point, like, the bite kills. And it's like, back the hell up. They're tough as shit. But also, doesn't he have to be wolf form for that to happen? I think Stefan's fine. Uh, uh, I feel like. Yes, they do. It's yeah. hybrids. Hybrids are different. Oh. <gasps> you said a forbidden word. No. <laughs> Shame. Shame on your You said something that we don't know about. We don't know about because we're only in season two. But we will know soon, actually. That's a secret most Cthulhu will use for later. (laughs) We really need to work out. Don't remember that. No one remember that. No one remember that, please. We'll just compel them. It's fine. Okay. Um, Okay. Anyway. Um... Yeah, they just, they're painting around, they're having fun. Um, Stefan and Elaine are being angsty and all As fake, though, are. of course, because no tea, no shade. <laughs> then we go, I think then we, we, we cut this park scene with uh, the Mystic Grill, uh, where Jeremy <gasps> and Tyler... Jyler. are Jyler are thriving. thriving. I love them. <laughs> they're thriving! Uh, some lady named Sarah, and then as well as um, Amy, Miss White Name, uh, White Name Amy. Uh, oh yeah, 
A-I-M-E-E, is out here. They're out here like, hey, boys, you want to, like, head to the Lockwood Mansion and just, like, hang out and drink margaritas? Which I have a bone to pick. Crunk. No teenager likes margaritas because they're fucking gross. Just get fucked up on vodka Red Bulls like the rest of us, y'all. Don't fake this margarita bullshit. They're bad. They're bad. I've never had you a margarita. You need to admit that. Should I try Margaritas one? are bad. No. <laughs> Just get fucked up on vodka Red I Bulls like, like the rest of us. Why are they bad? He says that she's drinking a vodka Red Bull right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, um, my dad <laughs> sent me like a care package of like stuff from like my old room at home, that sort of thing. Uh, he also sent <laughs> through the mail a bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> just like packaged a, so wait, carefully with wait. everything else that's such a dad move <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. amazing but i do like the jeremy and tyler stuff in this episode because it's like it's really cool because like jeremy's being like the little prick like ooh, like wolves they're cool right like uh-huh, wink wink and it's like jeremy you're a fucking idiot no wonder why Damon snapped your neck. Like, Jeremy. also, Jeremy does the same thing this episode that Damon did last episode, and I am so tired of them just repeating the same thing. Oh yeah, I forgot they did that. Same shit, different year. <laughs> same shit, different characters. That's it. That's all this is. Time is yeah. a flat circle. I really liked how like Tyler like doesn't want to be aware. Like he's like admitting like and all that kind of stuff like that. Like I don't want to do that. Like. It's weird, but, like, I don't want it. And he also doesn't Tyler not know about, like, vampires and stuff now, either? Like, he doesn't know about everything, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't know about everything. He just knows about werewolves now. I love um, how... He just knows about, specifically, the Lockwood family curse. But I also Jordan. I also love how um, there, there's kind of, like, a bonding of bros in this episode. You know? A bonding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bonding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really do believe that, um, that that Jeremy needs this more than Tyler does <laughs> because even though even though like they both Jer- just need a friend yeah they both do just need a friend like even though like Jeremy is like how do I say like just trying to like trick emo <laughs> I mean yes yes but that's not what I'm saying he's trying to like get an upper hand on Tyler and trying to like figure out whether or not he's a vampire or not not vampire a werewolf or not um mm-hmm. it it really does feel like like especially when like he's invited out to the house and then Tyler's like yeah do you want to come too and Jeremy's like yeah I'll come like even though it's like for an ulterior motive I'm like oh Jeremy you have a friend that's so good <laughs> Jeremy you're thriving he is Jyler when Jyler is thriving they're thriving yeah I love them yeah <laughs> Man, I should go into the Jyler tag on AO3 just to find, just to see what I find. Wait, fanfic.net. Ooh, I should do a deep dive. Yeah. No. Hmm. But I should. <laughs> I will report back later. Right. <laughs> Famous last words. Next, we go back to the park. Uh, what's his face? Mason Lockwood uh, reveals to Sheriff Forbes just like kind of fucking out of nowhere he's like hey there are two vampires like right under your mcfucking nose and she's like no there's not he's like yeah it's damon and stefan she's like no fucking damon kill the vampire as though damon is not the type of feral (laughs) cat to kill other feral cats love that for him um and mason's like i will prove it to you 
And that's also a special Mouska tool that we're going to save for later. So, uh, Shira Forbes, uh, Shira Forbes says the words, Damon Salvatore is my friend, which might be the most shocking shit we've heard all season. That someone likes Damon, right? I know, right? That's the most shocking thing I've heard. (laughs) Also, I loved how she was like, the Founders Council, it's a secret. And she's and I love the first rule of the Secret Founders Council. Don't talk about the Secret Founders Council. <laughs> yeah. Just don't talk about it. Just don't. Um, it's but fine. I I like that. Like Damon, like Liz and Damon are friends. Like at the end of the day, they are friends. And I like that. I like that. Because that is another secret Muska tool we will use for later. God, we really need to stop making this joke. We're gonna drive it we, in the There's fucking just so many Muska tools in this one. There are. There's so much. This is a good episode for foreshadowing. It really is. Yeah, it um, really is. There's so much. So, uh, Elena at one point during this scene, I think, says about Catherine, we're like the same person. Like, yeah, no shit, Elena. That's a fucking doppelganger. You know this by now. It's like, like, it's like you know in the last she looks episode, just like exactly. you. She looks exactly like me while looking straight up at her. Like, no shit, Elena. Of course she looks exactly <laughs> like you. This is Elena's no shit Sherlock moment, and this will continue to be Elena's no shit Sherlock moment. Uh, because, like, yeah, no fucking shit. So, uh, yeah. Elena, there's so many traits that you have where I'm always like... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if this is it, Elena. This, this one? I don't think this is it, dude. No. <laughs> um, yeah. The next two notes I have are, oh shit, they know, and then oh shit. I don't know where this comes into play. Oh, I think I it's the lemonade. Um, I do, too. I know where okay. this comes, all comes in. Okay, uh, Brian, explain. Uh, yes, Brian, you may explain. I will explain. I will explain it all. Um, okay, it's down. basically like I think um, uh, Mason poisons the um, the lemonade <laughs> with Vervain, and mm-hmm. a little girl gives it to Damon. I remember that vividly because it was so freaking funny. Um, but Liz finds out, and Mason I think lures Stefan and Damon out into the woods, and like before Mason and Stefan oh, are like right. about to like, kick his, but before um Stefan and Damon are about to kick Mason's ass. The deputies show up, shoot him, shoot the Steph- shoot the Stefan and Damon, uh, shoot Stefan and Damon, and um, drag them to the Lockwood cellar. That is true. They do have a dramatic encounter in the woods. The deputies shoot them with uh, like wooden bullets or whatever. And right before this happens, uh, Caroline gets an inkling that something is up because her mom like is leaving the leaving the park in a hurry, and so she's like. This does not vibe right with me. Mm-hmm. So after these boys are getting uh, like shot and dragged off, she she goes up to like a hill with Elena and is like zoning in on her vampire so, hearing, which I oh love. Oh my God. Yes. Caroline. You're so it. powerful. Ah, She's so good. She is. And then <laughs> she comes to a forest clearing. The number one. Yes. The number one rule for vampire hearing is always put your hair behind your ear so that way you know that you can hear better. Yeah, exactly. It's a very mm-hmm. like <laughs> It's a very smart tool. Very to important. Use. Very important. Um mm-hmm. so Elena and Cal- C- Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> shut up, Brian. Uh, 
So Elena and Caroline go into the woods. They uh, come across Mason Lockwood. And uh, Caroline is like, where the fuck, where the fuck did they go? What did you do with them? Mason's like, what the fuck do you give a shit? She's like, I just, I, I just do. So where are they? And he like, won't tell him, won't tell her. And then he threatens Elena. And then Caroline is like, I don't think so. Kicks his ass. She kicks his ass into next week. She is, ah, queen of my heart. So good. He's like, he's like, I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to challenge me. And then she's like, actually, I do think I do. And then just kicks (laughs) his ass. It's so good. I love Caroline Forbes so much. Just so much. Yeah. She really just just deserves the world, you know? She really does. And so they go, uh, Caroline focuses in her hearing a little bit more. They go to the uh, old, that underground room in the Lockwood estate, or the old Lockwood estate. Uh, And Caroline's like, I can't go in there. My mom's in there. She's going to know that I'm a vampire. Like, I cannot, I cannot do that. And he's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just go. And so Elena just goes in and she like gets apprehended by one of the guards immediately because she's like she's a, a human, human teenager. What's she gonna she's do? Just, exactly. What the fuck you gonna do, Elena? Like and then nothing. she tried. <laughs> she tried. And then suddenly the door closes and there's a blur, a rush of wind. Boom. It's like a horror movie a all over again. <laughs> it's it's so good. And then a man dies because Caroline Forbes starts motherfucking tearing them apart. And I just want to say, Queen, you're so powerful. Fight so... me instead. You're just so powerful. I mean, C- Caroline also, when the other deputy went to shoot Caroline, she just used the deputy as a human shield. So like, smart. So smart. Amazing. She's just so good. The, I will say though, after like she like bit the deputy, there was like a pace, placement of blood like all around her like chin and mouth, and I uh-huh. that really grossed me out for a sec. I was like, Ugh. "It's fine. She's a vampire. Oh, it. it can't all be like sparkling and twilight it. and roses." I get that. I just am very grossed out by blood. So this is a great show for me to be watching. I was gonna say I hate to tell you about the entire concept of this show. Uh, so Caroline just says, hi, mom. And I just want to (sighs) say she has my heart and my soul. Do what you want with it, queen. Just take it. It's yours. It hurt. It really did. It it did hurt. That's like Liz's like worst fear, like ever, like her own daughter becoming a a werewolf, a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) It just... It, it just hit hard. But it was such a good scene. It hit, man. It fucking hit. Yeah. I got nothing to say other than it fucking hit, and this episode hurts. And like, yeah. I'm, it just hurts, man. I wrote in my notes that like being a vampire is like a metaphor for being gay, and like, okay, yes. They yeah. kind of they start to like dive in on this this episode, I think, in a really like fun. I mean, not fun. It's not fun. It's very sad. <laughs> no, it very is not sad fun. kind of way. But uh, Liz Forbes just straight up like compares vampirism to homosexuality, and I'm like, 
kind of about it because your bitch loves a good metaphor. I really do. I love a good analogy. And they're gonna they're gonna hit on it. They're gonna hit on it with a baseball bat for the rest of this season, and it's <laughs> gonna hurt, folks. I think it's this season yeah, that I that did. thing happens. Yeah, I think. Mm, Isn't it mm, what thing? The thing with her. Mm-hmm. Let me just see here. Maybe. Oh, with um, you know, oh, oh, oh! I know uh-huh. what you're talking about now. I know what you're talking about now. Is I, that uh, no? It's season three. Season three. Okay. So this is a secret mouse tool that we will keep for later. <laughs> I'm just, um, I just love anyway. how you guys continue to be like, this is a secret mouse tool. This is a secret mouse tool. And I'm over here like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I'm sorry. That's the uh, part of this podcast that's so fun is that you don't know what the fuck is happening. And I do to an extent. And Brian definitely has the galaxy brain going on. And I'm just yeah. like, I think this is going to come back to haunt us. I'm pretty sure it will. But that's about it. So um, I do like how Liz literally looked at Damon and was like, kill me. It's like, oh, I don't want to yeah. be here. I don't, I don't want this. I don't want that, this. And Damon like, broke my heart. to do it. But that, 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 that broke my heart because of the fact that like, like you, you hate your daughter so much that you don't even want to be here. You decided that you wanted yeah. to die. And it's just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ouch, I, dude. I do love how Damon like did say, I'm not going to kill you because you're my friend. And I was like, oh, yes, thank you. That's a two-way street. I'm like, that's kind of sweet. That is yeah. nice that that's a two-way street. Because that doesn't often yeah. happen with Damon, but that's a two-way street. Um, yeah. I mean, Damon doesn't have a lot of friends, so. That's true. If he killed all, if he killed Liz, he would be left with, like, negative one. Yeah, so. And even now, they're, like, not like kind of friends them. right now. So. Yeah. Also, um, did we... Oh, we didn't really skip over it. Did the, no. the other Jyler stuff? Yes, I was like, no, we didn't. I was like, wait, we, we were getting there. It, w- it was a long kind of drawn-out sequence in the middle there that they, they didn't cut to the Jyler stuff. But now, yeah. teen party time in an empty house where they're all drinking the worst alcohols for teens to drink, which is all the dark shit. Because, y'all, those taste bad. Like, real bad. But, like, Tyler shows Jeremy the Moonstone um, no one knows what it's for. I do, though. Um, <laughs> um, but, like, it's interesting because Tyler trusts Jeremy. So it's like, hmm. You know, got to build yeah. trust in your relationships, you know? Yep. And then I love how her name was Sarah, right? Which one? Um, yes, the, the other girl. one. Yes. Corey yeah. the house girl. Yeah, Corey the house girl, yeah. <laughs> uh, she just came running in and her and Amy, like, took the moonstone and just were like, we're going to run around and be drunk. Wee! <laughs> And like I loved how Tyler just was, and like Amy was like, "Sarah, don't be a bad drunk." And it's like, "Oh, girl," but like you already a bad drunk. Yeah, but it was honestly such a great scene because like Tyler almost triggered his curse. That was yeah. So at some point, at the end of the sequence, uh, Sarah falls down the stairs, and you can see the visible fear on Tyler's face. I and was he's like, also afraid. She just fell. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like those moments where you're like, oh shit, did she actually did she just like fucking die? And then she opens up her eyes and you're like, 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> and she's like, you push Ooh. me. That's mean. Like, yeah, okay, shut up. I mean, be alive. Don't shut up, but shut up. <laughs> like, it like, could have been yeah. much worse. Much worse than you being like, oh, you pushed me. You pushed me. That hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> oh, God, that moment was just so... <gasps> It was good, though. And then they go back to the Salvador house because that's where all the episodes end this time of day. <laughs> it's always the Mystic Grill and the Salvador house. That's the only two places they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. Tyler gives Mason the Moonstone. He does give give the, give the Moonstone. And then um, Stefan and Elena have a conversation uh, Stefan's like, I need to like be able to drink human blood again because I was almost dead today because I was so weak from animal blood. Um, so, boy needs to get his shit together. Uh, and yeah. she's like, okay, fine, just a little bit every day. You can build up a tolerance to it. That'll be fine. Which I'm like, okay, that is how that works, kind of, I think. Mm-hmm. That's how that would work. And then he's like, here, let me help you. And then she just stabs herself in, like, the middle of the palm of her hand. And I'm like, bitch, if you're just looking for a drop, just prick your fucking finger. She just stabs herself with, like, a letter opener in the middle of her hand. Like, girl. She, there's so it's many, you and me, Stefan. There's so Always. many things with this scene that made me uncomfortable. <gasps> so many. I'm just like... <gasps> All the sexual undertones plus, like... Blood drinking in this show is, like, half sexual, half murder. Sometimes it's both. It's normally sexual, But then also the idea of, like, Elena feeding him a little bit of her blood. Like, her, like, having to, like, be like, here's some blood, sir. For, like, helping you with your problems. Please, I managed to mow. It's like it's, um, it's like the one note. It's like, I, it's like I'm your servant type undertones, and I'm just like, ah, no, I do not like that. I it's I weird. will say though, blood sharing is a very intimate thing. Stop for vampires. Ah, what it is? It is gagging. It is. It is. I know, beautiful. but I'm literally gagging right now. Literally it's about beautiful. to. Vomit. I love the scene. <sighs> I love the scene though. It's it's very It's a thing that happens and it's kind of gross. Yeah. The Stalina scene iconic 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 iconic. But she also <laughs> just stabbed herself in the middle of the hand. Like bitch. That, that was weird. Anywhere else. Like prick your finger not just in the middle of the palm of your hand. Oh, just disgusting. Yeah, it's just yeah. there's just so many t- undertones in that one scene where I'm just like all of this is very weird. That you all decided that that was the the move. That was the move to make. That was the vibe. And I don't like it. (laughs) It's the vibe, dude. Vampires, but make them sexy. Um, Anyway. (laughs) They try. Uh, And then we cut to a car in like a dark part of the forest. Oh, wait, there's something we skipped. Is there? Yeah. Oh, the um, uh, Liz and Damon... Um, talking in the um dungeon. Yeah, because what? Okay, explain, when we, Jordan. When we come back, <laughs> when we come back, Caroline is like, um, like has like a suitcase and is moving into the Salvador house for some time, um, and then she like, um, om- she like almost passes by where Damon and Liz are, 
And then that's when Liz says, oh, I would rather die than just like, you know, have my daughter being a vampire. And you're like, oh, Caroline overheard that. That's so fucking sad. And then. Um, I did. I did. Oh, then there's a then. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. No, I was going to say, right. Like, I loved like how um, um, like Liz was like, keep Caroline away from me. And Damon was like. Like honestly, like she's your daughter, and she and Liz, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, that hurt. Yeah, that was a punch it to was the like, gut. Ugh. So like, because I did write like I think after this is a bit how I wrote this was like, but like this is this the metaphor for this one. A lot of kids could probably relate to it, but for some kids, yes, their parents just hate them for who they are, and it's not fair. Hi, I'm emo. I Hi. don't know why I wrote it like that, but like this is, but a... like you get the, the gist. Hey, this is a uh, comparison to homosexuality. Did you know we're gonna bury <laughs> we're gonna bury that point home? Hey, did you know that there it's it's about the gays? Hey, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> so did you notice that it's about the gays? So then, after that happens, um, later on, after the whole scene with Tyler giving Mason the moonstone, then Elena says something along the lines of like the person who was with um, Liz today. That was the person who was my friend right before all that stuff with, with Jeremy happened. And I was just like, Elena, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's correct. Damon has never been this nice before. Like, it doesn't make Brian, any sense. Don't, but, but, but he was a dick. He was, he was the worst throughout all of season one, had no redeeming qualities. And then all of a sudden, Elena was like, oh, you're my friend now, even though you tormented my, one of my friends and had a role in helping and having a role in being the reason why one of my other friends' grandmother died. You know? And also murdered my little brother. Yeah. Well, that okay, happened. I can see that you tapping in hands. season one, so I'm not counting it. But okay, like, but, but like throughout rewards. season one, he didn't say, he didn't do anything that like made it seem he was a nice person. This is the first time we've ever seen Damon do something that wasn't selfish and annoying. She has a point. This is the first, the, the this is the first of, like, point. Towards the end of season one, the, though. The, Oh, he kissed the plane that towards the end of season one. His brother's Man. girlfriend. That's true. This is the first time that I have even given Damon some rights. This is the first time he has gained one right in my book. You were going to say, Brian. <laughs> say your um, three I was words. Saying, like, towards the end of season one, like Miss Mystic Falls and like everything like with Damon, like helping with Stefan and like trying to get him back to normal. Of course he did some stupid things, but like, he also did try to make things better, but like it's Damon, so he messed but, it up. So, it but like, like, here's the thing: was that because Damon was a good person, or was that just because it was self-serving and Damon thought that would help him out in the long run? He <sighs> stepped in for Stefan and danced with Elena, so that's a good move in my book. <laughs> you can't see it. I'm Filthy Elena Shipper. <laughs> I, I think the finger gun was I'm implied. A Elena Shipper, the like, finger hate, gun was implied. I hate to admit it. Here's the, here's the thing, like, like the, maybe now that Damon is showing like a nice side, I can be like, oh, okay, maybe like there is like something underneath there where it's like maybe he does have redeemable qualities, but that has not shown up in all of season mm-hmm. one, which is why I was so frustrated that Elena like suddenly became friends with him out of nowhere for some reason during season one. You know what I mean? Like it made yeah. no sense. And now they're acting like something happened that didn't happen. It just... 
they jumped from point A to point C, and then they're like, hey, did you see point B back there? And then we're like, no, we didn't, actually. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks like, for asking. Like, yeah. they just did a bad job during season one of, like, trying to it make was it seem like he was a redeemable person because he wasn't throughout all of season one. He was an asshole throughout all of season one. That's true. You're right, and you should say it. <laughs> but next, we should move on to the final scene of this episode, which now I think is the final scene, right? I'm not missing anything. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. No, scene, you're not. Okay. A close-up, a car in a darkly wooded area. Approaching Mason Lockwood with the Moonstone. He gets into the car. He's like, hey, sup, I got the Moonstone. Who is in the driver's seat? She turns, reveals her face. It's Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) It's Elena Gilbert. No, it's Catherine. Catherine is in the front seat. And you can see... Uh, they share a kiss, and I just want to say, Nina Dobrev really had to kiss every man on this show yeah. at least once. And I am so sorry, honey. Yeah, they really did that I to am her, so huh? sorry. It's in her contract. It really was. It's in the was. union contract. <laughs> it was just like, oh man, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You really had to do that, huh? Yeah. I mean, I know they're all like at least passably cute, but damn. They're, bitch, they're, damn. They're like, well, Nina got lucky. Mason's hot. That's true. Mason, the best looking one thus far. I, I think. will say Mason is the best looking one so far. That is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> once once Stefan gets his eyebrows under control, then he can talk. But right now, <laughs> he, think, he just I no think rights. what really does it for me with Mason is his curly hair. Very nice. That's true. The curly hair is very good. Yes. It's not like emo hair that Damon has. It's not like the the hero hair that Stefan has. It's just like a nice curly hair. Yeah. I'm biased because I have <laughs> I curly hair, pretty. but I also have curly hair. He's just a hair. pretty man. <laughs> he's just a pretty boy. I'm just uh, here. <laughs> Brian's just here with his emo ass hair. It's fine. <laughs> his coconut um, hair. But then on, it is finally on, on. revealed. <laughs> You don't understand me, season Mom. one, season one, Jeremy <laughs> Gilbert tease. Honestly, <laughs> um, oh, then God. it is revealed that when Mason, we're going back to what we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Uh, when Mason Surprise. killed that man, the person who was who emerged from the crowd is Catherine. Yeah, she's Done. like oh we all God, know that. Done. Like Catherine was the one who made it seem that the guy, like that Mason, was sleeping with that guy's. Girlfriend, mm-hmm. yeah. She, uh, yep. yeah, so she probably compelled him to go. Excuse me. She probably compelled him to go at, uh, to go at Mason, Mason. and just not stop. Yeah, so that he would Until activate he his him. curse. Exactly. Yep. So she needed a werewolf. She made a werewolf. Yep. Yep. And that's it. Catherine that's all. Pierce. Is that's that all of killer be killed yeah she's a she is that iconic bitch yeah that's all of killer mm-hmm. be killed i actually really liked that episode I so i really liked it me too pretty good episode so far i know we've yep. been talking about how eventually season two will have a decline because we've been rating these episodes so highly i don't know if they will yeah I don't neither know if do we i will. i will say i think no. i said this on twitter a while back but i do think so far i mean we only have one season to compare it to but season two is definitely better <laughs> than season one Best 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 season of TVD we've watched thus far. I know we've only watched two, but best one out of those two. Because yeah. like it just it feels like they finally found like their tone of voice and they like know what works, what doesn't work. They don't have any like like um so far I don't think there've been any filler episodes. Not to say that the filler episodes last season were bad, because I actually enjoyed some of them, but um so far 
pretty good. Pretty good job, you guys. Episode 6, Plan B. The description is, Catherine chooses a new victim, Bonnie discovers new information about Mason, and shares it with Stefan. So, this episode actually kind of fucking slaps. Not gonna lie, this episode kind of hits. I like this episode a lot. This episode hits. I love this episode. This is a good... And the thing is, they, like, have, like, most of the cast, if not all, I believe. And, like... Yeah. They're all, like, interacting in fun ways. And you're just like, yes! Yes! Like... Yep. Like, there's this one scene. We're gonna probably get to it. But there's, like... It's, like, Tyler and Jeremy interacting. And then... And then Jeremy leaves, I think. And then Tyler and Stefan are interacting. Or it's one or the other. But, like... It's just, like, so many, like, oh, it's so good. I love this episode. They use their cast really well in this episode. So, wind, calm down. This episode starts off with uh, Stefan and Elena in bed together. Yay! Which is cute. Yeah. Um, They're cute for now. I'll let them, I'll let them have their moment. Then it cuts very masterfully. The transition is so good. The, transi- the person Catherine who does all the transitions on this show, give them a raise. Give them a raise. They are just knocking <laughs> it out of the park every time. This first sequence of transitions between Stefan and Elena and then Catherine and Mason, very good. So good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Elena has now learned how to actually prick her finger and not just stab herself in the palm <laughs> of the hand. Um, so let's give it up. Round of applause for her character growth. She knows how to nice pick a finger hand. now. <laughs> okay, well, now she knows. She's getting better. Uh, Catherine yeah. says that she loves Mason, which is cute. But also, oh, I mean, she's obviously lying. not true. She's <laughs> lying. It's a dirty ass lie. But it's lie. cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's a dirty ass lie. <laughs> she really is. Also, um, Catherine's a biter. She is a pe- canonically. Yeah, we know that. That's, yep. I that's, feel like that can be implied with the vampirism thing, but yeah. you know, good tap nah. confirmation. <laughs> um, oh, I wrote down that it's like a juxtaposition. <laughs> that's not the word. Juxtaposition. <laughs> a uh-huh. juxtaposition, juxtaposition <laughs> between real love and fake love. So. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, get deep with it. All yeah. right, what's up? You know. Sometimes. Mason probably loves Catherine, but Catherine's Sometimes. like, okay, great. Oh, no. Catherine definitely does not love Mason. That's a fact. She doesn't care about him. Ka- She's Catherine doesn't love anyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pixel, can the you stop eating Catherine- my cords, please? <laughs> one second. The only person Catherine cares about is... There's only two people in the world Catherine cares about. I'm so sorry. Two people. Herself and Stefan Salvatore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's it. Hey, stop. Stop eating my cords. What the fuck? Hey. It's a new diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a new, very expensive diet. Hi, guys. I'm down here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's a new diet called electrocution. Oh, God. Get yeah. skinny in just 12 days. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> With just one shock, you will lose one pound. Oh, God. Stop. She's already <laughs> such a small little cat. She's already <laughs> such a small little baby. Oh, God. I'm so funny. Oh, please keep this in. 
or my technical difficulties huh. because my cat's about to fucking eat my mic cord. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> she is just banished to be in my arms for the rest of this episode. This will be Uh-oh. interesting. <laughs> this will go well. This is going to go very well. Okay, so uh, yeah. Jenna do be meddling, though. She do be out here meddling, and I love that for her. But also she do know. be knowing about Elena and Stefan having sex in her underneath her roof, and is just like, okay, cool? Yeah, she's just like, She's not like regular it. aunt. She's a cool aunt. She is the cool aunt. She most definitely She do be is. out here knowing. <laughs> do be out here be like, but that's not what I heard last night or this morning. Ma'am? Excuse me? <laughs> you listen to that and you just let it happen? Ma'am? No wonder. Ma'am? Do you yes, want she no wonder why Elena spends so much time at Stefan's house and, and Jenna's just like, all right, cool. Lit. Lit, I don't need <laughs> to buy groceries for you this week then. What's up? <laughs> like, Jenna's just like, I made dinner. Sorry, going to see Stefan. Bye. <laughs> like, also, that shit would not fly. My mom's like, hey, I made dinner. And I'm like, all right, bye. Going to see a friend. She's like, no, you're going to sit down and eat dinner first. I wasn't even like, allowed to leave my house regularly, regularly growing up. Like, that's such a I feel a like I just had a very trusting mother. That's, that's My mom trusted me, but also if she made dinner, I was going to sit down and fucking eat it. Trust be damned. I don't oh, yeah, give a me shit. Too. Like, but also, I won't lie. I ate mostly takeout growing up. So, well, that's true. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah, they're also setting up for the masquerade ball. Cue Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> they do be they do be having another useless ball slash fundraiser slash dance. It's just at this point, Hell yeah. At this point, like if I was in this town, I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on, my dude? Like, why are we having I'd be so exhausted. many balls?" Like why? I know. When does anybody in this town get any time just for them? Yeah. You know, like I just I I love me some social events sometimes, but I need at least a three week recharge before I see a lot of people in one place again. Yeah, and they're just like, new week, new ball, new fundraiser, new town event. Come one, come all. You're all you're all for being forced to come because this is a town event, and town events are important for the foundation of this town. The Founders Council. Don't be, don't forget about them. Yeah. Them. God, how any, how could anybody in this town forget about them, honestly? I think, like, the reason they, like, established in, like, season one or something, like, the reason they have, like, all of these parties and everything like that is so the Founders Council can meet. I don't know if they I still be that. meeting, though, but, like... Yeah. But also... And now, here's the thing. I love me a good in-universe calendar of events. Very helpful mm-hmm. to, like, writers and fans alike to keep straight when shit is going down. I do so love me a good calendar of events. This, though, kind of fucking ridiculous. It's not I do so love it because yeah. it's, it's not this like it's like once in every... Shit. It's not like it's once in every, like, couple of episodes or, like, every, like... Like very nicely spaced out between, there's like an event, and then they're like, "Oh, here's some more episodes that are not surround, not like surrounded by an event." No, every episode right now feels like there's an event going on. That's like the main thing pushing the plot forward, and it's like, why there's so many events? 
And also, yeah. like, it's just, yeah. God, they just have so many. Like, how are you? I would to love keep to live track? in Mystic Falls, though. <laughs> really, with all the vampires and werewolves running I around? Would. Yes. Because then I could be a part of the Mystic Falls gang and actually have die. some importance in my life. You would die. <laughs> if you're not a part of the main cast, you're going to die. I'm cannon fodder. <laughs> That's fine. We love that. Um, I do like my note that I wrote. Like, ah, Bonnie. There she is. Oh, yeah. Bonnie's back. Miss, Bonnie's back. She's back I miss Bonnie. Me. She was gone for like one episode. Uh, and I'm like, where is she? Yeah, same. <laughs> where is she? I need her back. Honestly, same. But I do like the stuff that like that happened with Bonnie this episode. Um, like mm-hmm. how her and Elena like are on the outs. Like her and Elena, like they're never on the outs. It's because Elena's kind of technically. I just saw the cat just run across the screen. Mm-hmm. And you can just see her tail and just like go fast. I yeah, I got scared for a second, but I just loved how no, like, she'd be Elena. Here. She is here. Um, how Elena and um Bonnie just were a little bit on the outs, and Bonnie basically was like, "I'm not holding back. I'm going to say what I want to say, and you are going to listen." Fuck and yeah. Bonnie Bennett just doing all but also, best for all of us. I will say, throughout the entire episode, because not only are Bonnie and Elena on the outs, but Bonnie and Caroline are also, like, not doing great right now. Bonnie's just, like, kind oh, of... They are super on the outs. She, she's kind of, like, friendless, kind of, right now. I don't know who she's hanging out with, because she's not yeah. talking to both of her close friends. Um, yeah, she really do be struggling. She's, not hanging, she's probably hanging out with Matt Donovan. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, I think that, I I guess I was just, like, a little frustrated with Bonnie this entire episode. I mean, not the entire Aww. episode, just, like, the first, first half. Because I was just, like, Bonnie, like, I love you, and I get where oh, you're mom. coming from. But also, like, it just, at this point, it's kind of just, like, I get, get your reasoning why you're, like, wary of the vampires and, like, don't want your friends hanging out with them. But also, like, a few minutes later, you're just talking to Stefan. So, like... So, like, is there really a yeah. reason for you to be that angry oh, God, with Kat. your good friend Caroline? You know? Yeah, I don't know. She's really, like, she really do just be like, what the fuck is she doing right now, honestly? Like, I think she's yeah, just Elena, having a time. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bonnie's just a little bit all over the place. She's trying to figure out, like, where she stands in all of this. Like, does she want to end up like her grams? Like, is she going to be a tool used by Damon and Stefan to win the day or save Elena? Like, she's just trying to figure out where she fits, like, where her puzzle piece fits into the big puzzle, basically. Yeah, and um, she doesn't need to be worried about u- being used as a tool by the boys or by the enemy or whoever, because she is just going to be used as a plot device um, <laughs> for Julie Plex whims. That is and that's pretty obvious, obvious yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which... Because Bonnie has a thing called a vision. Yeah, we'll go into we'll that. go into it we'll go into it later. Um, sorry, there's a cat just like here right now. Um, Hi, and she really she would just be that. sitting on my keyboard, baby. Um, what was I fucking saying here? Uh, oh yeah, um, that. Bonnie really do be a plot device this episode. Yeah. She really she, do. Yes. She really She needs is. to be, but she is. <laughs> and this is, this episode is the beginning of what um, I will affectionately call the storytelling technique that Julie Pleck loves to use, 
of Slap a Bennett Witch on it. It's Bennett Witch Flex Tape. Yes. You use it all the goddamn time for any problem that you have. And that's just how it be, you know? Like Bennett Witch saves the day. Bennett Witch will do it all. Yeah, it's yeah. Bennett Witch Flex Tape. And we are going to, and I will seriously keep bringing this up every time it happens. Because it happens an outrageous amount of times outrageous yeah. amount of time so I, I will say even though bonnie is being used as a plot device this episode it's not like she's only being used as a plot device that's true she she is like our sims god mode cheat but she also is just like in the world hanging out having like a good she, time, she does have like another time. she also has another storyline in this episode so like it's not like that's true it's not like that's yeah. her sole purpose, which is like, I, I mean, honestly, it feels like the bar is in hell at this point. <laughs> the bar is so low. Yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie just shows up going, best matos. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. It's like, it's like. But like, she actually, like, that's one thing that I love about Bonnie is that like, even though she's used a lot of the times, and I will admit, a lot of the times as a plot device, she does have character development. Like, they do develop her character. So it's like. I can't really argue. Exactly. Like, I can't be too mad because while you are using this Bennett Witch Flex tape, you're also giving her, like, a Bennett Witch Spa Day, too. So yeah. it's okay. She yeah. has feelings yeah. and thoughts and emotions. Like, it could um, be worse, but also it could be better. It could be better. Could it could be, be worse. Better. It could be worse, could but it could be, be better. It could be worse, though. Let's focus on that point. Yeah, it could, could be worse. Be worse. Um, so let's go back. Let's just go to the top of the episode here. We're going to kind of get back on track. Caroline goes down in the morning to check on Liz. Uh, and Liz says some hurtful shit. Yeah. Liz does. just be on her shit. And like. She really does. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, it's. I just re- feel really bad for Caroline in this moment. Not only because like, it feels just like. And it's been like this, I feel like, since season one, where, like, Caroline has been the odd one out. People are just, like, not paying attention that Caroline is just, like, not going through the best of times. Like, throughout all of season one, it was, like, Damon and, like, manipulating Caroline. And no one really noticing, like, oh, Caroline, Mm -hmm. someone should be watching out for her. And then in the beginning of this season, it's like she, she dies, right, and turns into this vampire, which is, like... I, I guess they really couldn't have been there for, for her when Catherine, like, killed her because of the fact that it was, like, yeah. not during visiting hours or whatever. But, like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, now we have a whole thing of, like, Caroline having to deal with this whole thing with her mom not accepting her for being a vampire. But not only that, also Bonnie is also not accepting her for being a vampire. So, like, she just, she's she's going through it constantly, it feels like. Yeah, she'd really yeah, be going Caroline. through it. She also says this badass line, though. She says this to her mom. She's like, it's not like I died or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bitch. Yeah. She really be out here. Like, but I love how Liz punches. replied, though. Did you, though? <laughs> yeah. Like, also, I, good question, I though. Love- Very valid question. Did you die? I mean, like, yeah. The trauma's there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like. <laughs> Even if she didn't, like, I guess, fully die because she, like, came back to life, she went through the trauma of someone killing her and now has that memory in her yep. mind. Like, like imagine, it's like, it's, that's like having a near, to, near death experience and then having to deal with that trauma and not going to therapy for it. 
just having to deal yeah. with it on your own. It's just really sad for Caroline. I feel like it's always really sad for Caroline, though. She's always, like, in these, like, really heartbreaking, troubling situations where you're like, wow, I really wish I could get you out of there, baby, but I can't. You're a fictional TV character. Mm. It's um, I valid. do love the... Oh, sorry. It is valid. valid. I do like, though, how upstairs in the lovely <laughs> Salvatore living room, um, Alaric comes in with an Aztec curse. Dun, dun, dun. That's the secret Mousketool that's going to help us later. We came back around, y'all. We finally oh, it, got a Mousketool back. We talked the about the Aztec curse again. The amount of times. Yes. The amount of times I heard watching season two as it aired previously on the Vampire Diaries. The were- like, werewolves and vampires used to roam freely in the sun until the Aztecs put a curse on them. And I'm just like, God, shut up. <laughs> the Aztec <laughs> curse. We get it. There's an Aztec hey, curse. Hey, do you guys know that there's an Aztec curse? Hey, gu- hey, 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 guys. Hey, guys. Did you know that there's a curse? It was made by the Aztecs. Yeah. On this but show I now. will say, though, it is very interesting that they're kind of um, bringing that back and like saying, like, yeah, it's kind of true. Like, like there's some actually, truth to this. Like It does be happening. Um, yeah, and I like how it um, ties into the Moonstone as well. And like, we need the Moonstone. And Jeremy's like, great, I'll get it from Tyler. And then Tyler's like, ooh, fun story about that. <laughs> MacGuffined it. It's already somewhere else. Um, I will say at one point during this scene, uh, all of them, it, it's three It's three boys in a living room. It's Alaric and Jeremy and Damon. At one point, the camera panned, did like a shot on each of them. And at one point, all of them were standing there with their arms crossed. <laughs> and I just want to know why Iconic. does every man on this show just stand there with their arms crossed all the damn time? Like we get it. Your move. arms are pretty Listen, good, but like, don't damn. Attack. Damn. Listen, that's how I stand too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> why is that just like, I gotta just cross my arms, y'all. I just gotta. I don't know why. I just gotta. It's like you give yourself a little hug. But isn't that like a? It's a power move. But also, isn't that a defense mechanism? It's like they're just like protecting themselves. Like, isn't it that when you cross your hands like this, this is like you're you're saying I'm closed off from the world today, and like. like, Yes, it's a defensive kind of body language type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm closed off. Don't talk to me. So they're all nobody's there to talk to you, Brian. (laughs) You are yeah, alone in your true. apartment. <laughs> I kind of am, actually. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, um, Bonnie has a, like Bonnie um, walks into Mason. Oh, I gotta uh, talk about this. Mason realizing he fucked up and didn't get Stefan and Damon killed. Amazing. He's, <laughs> He's like, like, "Hey, Stefan," and Stefan's like, right hey, now. Mason." <laughs> He's like, "Hey, uh, what the fuck?" I thought he died. It was great. And then he asks, like, where's the sheriff? And Stefan's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. Um, but I she's do like fine. How, um, yeah. I do like how Bonnie just, like, walked into him and she's just like, uh, what? She's just like, this is weird. Because she has a vision of him kissing Elena and then Stefan goes, that's Catherine. <laughs> and they're always like, oh, Here's shit. the thing, right? Bonnie having a vision, that's fine. But of, of an event that happened in the past seems very... Unlike what happened throughout the entirety of season one. Like, whenever Bonnie had a, had a vision, it was always about something that was, like, about to happen in the future. Something, and, and I think it was also, was it always? It was just, like, vague feelings of death, that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Was like, ice cold. Which was cool. She was just vibe-checking people, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But now she can yeah. just, like, 
see things that happened in the past? Like, what? That Listen, Bennett Witch Flex that. Tape. Bennett Witch Flex Tape is so flexible, it can change from the day to the hour to the minute. You need somebody to, to see something second. that happened in the past. You need to see somebody ha- that's something that's happened in the future. You got it. Don't worry about it. Because they have not. I, w- I want us to all think and brainstorm for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Is there a better way for them to do that? No. I hesitate to say yes or no because when writing a TV show, everything has to work kind of so perfectly for the plot to come together sometimes. And some shows mask it better than others. Some shows mask it with less serendipity, more with like, oh, this is just this thing that was happening three blocks away the whole time. With the Vampire Mm -hmm. Diaries, they tend to show the process of everything happening. And so I think sometimes you get weird things like, the visions change halfway through to be like now they're no longer visions they're prem- they're no longer premonitions they're straight up brain dives they're straight up like it's vampire diaries tends to be very literal with like everything that's going to happen you will see on screen here is how they figure out that thing like they tend to be very literal like that I guess which i I'm don't not- think is necessarily a weakness it's just weird that's just how they do it though i'm I guess i'm not against yeah. them like visually showing like how they got to the point of realizing that mason and uh, C- Catherine are a thing and that they should like investigate that further mm-hmm. i guess i'm more questioning did they have to use a bennett witch to do that like they yes. could they have done that i hesitate to way. say yes or no again but but she is their most convenient plot device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes a convenient plot device is better than a sledgehammer or whatever else they have to bring in to fix that problem otherwise, you know? And you'll see this a lot. I'm telling you this now because you're just getting into TVD. You will see this a lot. The easiest way I can think yes. about it is um, compare Bonnie Bennett in TVD to... Penelope's journal in season mm-hmm. one of Legacies. Yeah, also season the two. The one where she, yeah, like the, the first uh, half. exactly the literally a plot bible that she had in universe just like plucked from the ether, you know, to to do that. Bonnie is like that journal, but if that journal was a living, breathing person <laughs> who who did everything, like you know, she is she is such a plot device but i don't think that's necessarily a weakness or a strength i think it's just how this show played out and i can't, I can't say i love it but it could be worse yeah that's true is that yeah. a good non-answer i think that's a good non-answer yes yeah damon and bon- and stefan approach bonnie for help uh stefan is Yay. like let's be nice to bonnie because she's a witch who could kill us and then Damon is like, actually, fuck that. He's like, you, witch, are going to help us. Like, hey, Damon. Calm the People fuck have names. Down. Calm the- yeah, calm the fuck down. Like, here we are again <laughs> after the last episode where Elena's like, oh, sometimes you're nice. And then you take that. You're just like, oh, actually, let me be like a fuckwad to her, one of her closest friends right now. That seems like the right thing Let me thing just to do. not call her by her name and let's just be like, you, witch, help me. Like, hey, bro? <laughs> like, bro? <laughs> what is wrong with you, my dude? Yeah. Yeah. It's Everything. Wild. <laughs> A lot. Yes, you are correct. 
So let's start at the beginning. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you want an alphabetized list? Do you want it in chronological order? Do you want it bullet points, or do you order. want like a whole list? Um, okay. Yeah, there's a list. Bonnie helps actually, even though Damon was a royal fuckhead who didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Bonnie helps. Uh, she they okay. She helps uh, the boys capture Mason. The boys take her to the Salvatore house. Damon like chains him up or whatever, and he's like, hey make him tell you where the moonstone is and she's like that's not how this mcfucking works my guy um so she does though because she's bennett witch flex tape yeah and uh she's like it's in a well i think it's the well that we used to play around when we were kids like it's down in some water somewhere i think whatever um so elena and stefan go to the well i don't think there's another scene in between there the Caroline and Bonnie show up later. So Stefan is just like, yeet, I'm gonna just go down into this well without checking like what's at the bottom, I yeet. So he just like cannonballs into that motherfucker and <laughs> finds out that it's full of vervain, yeah. which like you can't I mean... smell that at that range. Like you were right there. <laughs> and you're a vampire. Wait, did they have just super like... sun or just super hearing? I think I don't think they have super scent, but if there was a plant that could kill me, you best bet I would know what the fuck that plant smells like at all points in time. True. I'd be like, does this kind of smell faintly like that plant that could kill me? You know what if they so, need? No, thank you. You know what they need? They need a fucking a dog. They no, need a I'm not even. I'm not even going to see a dog. I'm going to make a reference to something that's outside of the Vampire Diaries universe. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. They need a, cr- a crime. They need a Chris Morocco from the Bona Petite kitchen. Have you guys ever watched that? <gasps> okay, I have been watching. S- s- Sidetrack for a second. I have been watching Bon Appetit for like this entire quarantine, and I love this, and I love it. I love anyway, them so much. Sorry, there, but there's I like agree. there's like this. Um, I agree. There's this, <laughs> it's basically like a, a a group of of chefs, right? Um, mm-hmm. who like work at this place a called the Bon Appetit. <laughs> Uh, test kitchen and there's one of the chef's name is Chris Morocco and he like he does this series where because he has like really good sense of like smell and taste and different things like that so he does this mm-hmm. series where he blindfolds himself and then they give him a dish from like a famous chef celebrity and then he has to recreate that dish by only like touching tasting and, and smelling the dish it's oh my so god good. it's, it's really so good. good it's so good so that's what it's they really need good. on their team they need definitely Chris watch it during your quarantine love that big fan um so stefan jumps into the well and he's like oh fuck it's vervain and elena's like oh shit oh shit oh shit um and it's like oh no (laughs) yeah big oh no baby uh so caroline runs up and she's like uh is shit going down shit's going down i think shit's going down (laughs) um Caroline Forbes has my favorite, like, is shit going down instinct on this show by far? (laughs) She's like, is some shit happening? Let's go. I love that about her. Um, But she comes up and uh, luckily there are just like some chains that are nearby, but Elena can't lift them because she's a puny human. Mm -hmm. Um, But Caroline has vampire strength. So she's like, yeet, let's get you going. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Um, And then Bonnie also runs up um, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? Second best is shit going down in sync on this show? Mm-hmm. I will say. Yes. It's those two, great team. Power couple. I love that. Yep. I love uh, that they made up this episode too. Like, 
they I, I i personally needed that i personally needed them to be friends again for me and me only yes i needed them to yeah. be i yeah i needed them to be friends again too i love them and they're such a just a power couple yeah they are not in like a coupley way but in like a very powerful two very powerful people kind of way yeah. um mm-hmm. and so elena gets lowered down into the well uh she gets stefan uh, they get Stefan, like, chained up, and they, like, get him out. And he is verveined as fuck. Boy got fucked up. It's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah. It's really bad. It um, is. It also, uh, it looks a lot like, this is a reference that I know neither of you are gonna get. Looks a lot like he's one of the runners from, uh, The Last of Us. He looks like a zombie from The Last yeah. of Us. Just like that very yeah. specific visual design, it just it looks like that, you know. Um, I don't know why it just like it hit, it just hit just right for that. Um, yeah. And Elena's like, "Shit, I need to like find the moonstone anyway, though, because if we don't find it, then Mason still has it, you know." Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like looking around, rooting around the water, and she pulls up this box. She's like, "Oh, yay!" And then also emerging from the water are some snakes for some, for some fucking reason. <laughs> Why not? Like, it would make more sense if the snakes actually did something, but in the end, she just got out of there unbitten. And you're just like, what was even the point of that? Like, why? I don't know. Everything. Just snakes. They were just there, and she was, like, freaking out, and I'm like, they didn't even, I mean, like, yeah, snakes, they hurt, but they didn't look like poisonous snakes. They were just little black water snakes, like. Yeah, like. They weren't out here doing anybody no harm. They were fine, and then you're the one who came and disturbed their little, their little place that they had going on down there. I, I have, I have, like, so many questions. Oh, actually, no, I think I figured it out, actually. Because I was yeah. wondering, like, how does this well is just full of vervain because isn't vervain a plant? How, but I assume a lot of vervain somehow that Mason got was just like oh yeah he oh, absolutely he just chucked that shit down there yeah because yeah because he didn't want Catherine to get it it was just like floating around there like it wasn't even like growing it wasn't like a seaweed he just like chucked it down there yeah yeah it was to prevent Catherine from yeah, yeah, getting yeah. it yeah um, yeah. So that scene resolves. Yes. Elena gets out of the well. They have the moonstone. It's fine. Caroline. Uh, and Caroline and, uh, or wait, who who has a mother-daughter talk? Is it Caroline and yeah, Liz? Yeah, it's Caroline and Liz. Caroline right? and mom. The only yeah. mother-daughter duo in the show. <laughs> oh, ouch. I mean, you're right, but like, ouch, damn, boy. <laughs> um... So they uh, they have a cute little talk. Oh my god, the scene! I loved this scene. This scene made me cry, but it hurt. Is it okay? Hold up, I have this note placed twice. I don't know if my notes just got fucked up. Is this the time where uh, she tells her mom about the thing? About what thing? Let me see. Um. I don't know why I had. I think I just misplaced my mother daughter note here. Actually, not gonna lie, because Caroline um, and her mom do talk earlier, and yeah, Caroline you did. Is, like, you did misplace it. Like Caroline the, and her mom, they're like having like a whole bunch of like 
conversations about vampires and like what they do blah 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 that's it that's it but that it happens was like earlier, are you dead think, are you so. not it kind of it kind of they intersperse another little bit of it here and then they go back to uh the they go back to damon torturing mason yeah um iconic because they found wolfsbane right because yeah, jeremy Wolfsbane brought in a bunch of werewolves. jeremy brings up a bunch of stuff and he's like he uh pulls out his samsung phone with at&t <laughs> Uh, which is a very uh, sponsorship the for the ad. ages, folks. Good ad, good ad. Get that money. Um, you know what we should do? We should make a compilation of all <laughs> the ads. Their sponsorship moments? Yeah. It's very They're, good. It would get copyrighted immediately, but we should. <laughs> um, it would get copyrighted when it's still in our brains. Uh <laughs> He brings up, he's like, yeah, this plant is called a lot of different things, but sometimes it's called wolfbane, and sometimes people say it hurts, and sometimes people say it doesn't hurt. So, go for it. And Mason's like, ah, shit. Because we had seen earlier, Mason put some sort of, like, planty protein in his drink when he was turning into a werewolf to try and stave off the transition. He put, like, a planty powder in his drink. Which is something I don't know if we caught that at the time, or that. if that comes up later. He chains himself up, and he also drinks like a powder. I don't know if this is something we show up yeah. later, but I think it also happened earlier as well. Just yeah, it also show up no. later too. Don't it'll worry. it'll show up later again, but I think it did happen this time. Yeah. Just maybe not on screen. It was like a brief, like little, like hee hee. Yeah, it's like protein powder, but it made him hurt. So. Uh, Damon w- does what Damon does, and he just shoves it in his fucking mouth. Uh, and you can... Damon, iconic. It... Visceral. It was like, the gross. visceral feeling. He, like, spits it out, and it's, like, blood and, like, brown is, like, coming out of his mouth. Again, with, like, the zombie imagery here for this episode, I don't know what they were on, but, like, I'm here for it. Um, just viscerally uncomfortable. Uh, slaps though the imagery the side profile the cinematography oh academy award <laughs> yeah this episode was greatly shot it was some of these episodes are just like surprisingly good i'm like oh so you were out here yep. you do be out here doing this huh yeah um damon also um, says the line I just lo- but then i ooh. yeah damon also says the line now i get it you're just stupid because mason's like cat loves me Mason's like, no, you're just fucking dumb. Which, like, maybe yeah. you're right for once. Maybe this is the one time you deserve yeah. rights because you are correct. Yeah, Mason you is are just, just dumb. dumb. Yeah. He continues. They torture each other. They go back and forth for a while, but in the end, Damon does rip out Mason Lockwood's heart. R.I.P. Mason Lockwood. Wah, wah. You're gone, but maybe quickly forgotten. I can't remember how the rest of the season shakes out, but you're gone and forgotten. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> I've already forgotten your name. Um, <laughs> and then we have the Caroline scene. The Caroline and her mom scene. Then we have another Caroline and her mom scene, which is so cute, but so painful. <sighs> the gist of what Caroline says is, uh, Stefan almost died, but Bonnie wasn't mean to me. So that's progress, which is the gist of what she says. She recaps yeah. their whole day's adventures, but basically she's like, Stefan almost died, but, but people like me again so and i was like good for you caroline really glad that you're happy about bonnie liking you again because i'm also happy about that i know it's like you Mm. deserve this win yeah get this win (laughs) um and then it was nice though but i oh she had to compel it all the way 
Yeah. So then, mm. so then Liz is like, oh, I'm like, she's like admiring her daughter. And it's like, you've become such a confident yeah. woman. And it's just like, I accept you as a vampire and don't compel me. They don't have to know. And then, and then Caroline says, she did it anyway. She did it anyway. Cause she said, yeah, you might accept me, but I know you'll never accept them and you'll ne- never be okay or comfortable with them. And I don't think I can, I can do that. And then she just compels her. And it's the saddest compulsion ever. Like it is. It's just like Ugh. she's just like we're gonna go home, and oh, I can't even. She's like we're gonna go home, and you're gonna remember you had a flu or you got sick, and uh, you're gonna we fought about things. You're gonna we're, we fought, and um, I made you a soup, and it was way too salty. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Caroline, you're killing me! Like stop. Yeah. So. Uh self-sacrificing for caroline which is a total 180 from what we've like come to expect from caroline 1.0 at least this is like a new caroline this is caroline 2.0 yeah she's a vampire and she's self-sacrificing yeah and i (sighs) hurts my soul love her it hurts so much it does caroline forbes i have feelings for you i'm in your fan club I'm the fucking president. <laughs> Let's go. Caroline Forbes fan club. Assemble. Unite. <laughs> um, I will admit, though, like, how Caroline did all that, though. Like, she knew, like, she had a moment, like, to have her mom, like, fully accept her. But it was just, oh. She was like, I know this is it the right hurt. thing to do. It, uh, yeah. It, but it was the right thing to do, though. Yeah. But caroline at least knows in the back of her mind like her mom loves her loves her regardless yeah which is so good (laughs) my heart it is good for caroline the 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 metaphor for homosexuality continues and oh my heart my heart um and then we move back upstairs where damon is wrapping mason into a rug (laughs) the ultimate respect (laughs) um um mason gets a call From none other than the IRS. He owes <laughs> He so owes a much bunch money. of money. They're he after owes him. so much money. He hasn't paid his um, income taxes in years. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's actually Catherine. Surpri- are we surprised? No. No, we are not. But I loved how... I loved how um, Damon answered. He goes, wrong boy toy. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, Damon is kind of a dick for this one. There was, but oh, also, Damon's a dick, but I love it sometimes. Yeah, listen. Uh, he informs Catherine that da- that Mason has died. It's like, yeah, Mason's yeah. right next to me, but his heart's all the way across the room, which I think is just funny. Okay, <laughs> you you got it. You got me. Um, and Kat actually looks like a little sad about it and for a moment. And she, pissed. She looks upset, but she also looks a little sad for a second. And you're like, oh. Like, did she actually have feelings for yeah. Mason? Like, yeah. what? Did she? Did she fall for her own con, you know? Yeah, exactly. Did she Did she get in too yep. deep? Yeah. Um, she uh, then reveals to Damon that since my plan A doesn't work, I have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. And you do know how the alphabet works, don't you? I honestly don't think Damon does know how the alphabet I works, though. For being very real, I want to take this <laughs> moment. I don't think he actually does. Yeah. He David just... Salvatore needs <laughs> some alphabet help. <laughs> he 
he he doesn't seem like a person who like you know the alphabet works knows how the alphabet works knows how to think ahead and not be impulsive you know small things Mm -hmm. like that where it's like a little common sense has none of that damon needs to go to etiquette school (laughs) he just needs to go to like school i bet you he doesn't even have like a ged right like boy doesn't even like did he graduate elementary school did he did though? He? I don't think they had that in 1864. But he's been alive he? for like a hundred years. Yeah. Does he have he a GED? I know he probably went to college though, but not for the education. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The finger guns were implied. He went. <laughs> finger guns are always implied. Then we go to the Gilbert house where uh, Alaric and Jenna are making dinner and they're kind of cute. Yeah. I'll be real with Just you. They kind of cute. They kind of cute though. I kind of dig it. Um, and uh Elena comes and she's like, Hey, what's up? Where's 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 Jeremy? She's like, he just went up right to his room, wasn't hungry or anything. Uh and then Jenna gets a call and Elena's like, Who's she talking to? And Alaric's like, I don't fucking know, I don't know shit, dude. Um which is a very big Alaric mood. Love him. Uh, love TVD Alaric. And uh Jenna comes over and she's like, Hey Elena, the phone's for you. Uh and Elena's like, what the fuck? And she answers it. And it's her own voice speaking back to her, but also a different voice. Like, you can tell it's Catherine, even Mm. though it's Elena talking to Catherine. Which, again, I do just want to say, Nina Dobrev, your fucking power. Yeah. It's unmatched. Great job. I know. I loved how, like, that, how the call went, though. It was like, Elena Elena goes, hello. And you just just hear, hello, Elena. And you're just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So, so Catherine uh, is like, it was all too easy to gain access to your house and get Jenna to stop putting on her vervain perfume and stop drinking her special tea. And she's been my little spy for weeks now. And I know about you and Stefan having your little morning, your morning meeting. Uh, And Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be better if Jenna just stabbed herself? And then in the background, Jenna just drives a fucking knife into her stomach. And you're like, oh my oh. fucking god. Nobody is safe. You thought Jenna was safe because she's just out here working on her masters, like just being like a tertiary character. No, she is not. Almost she is died. here. She is stabbing herself in the stomach because she is under compulsion. And oh my god. Yeah, I loved how Catherine just manipulated that, like behind the scenes, just weaseled her way into Elena's life. Mm-hmm. And still, even though like she had Caroline, Caroline probably wasn't going to last. For Caroline that long. was Plan so A. Catherine needed a backup for her backup Plan B. Ha ha! It all comes circling she back. A plan B. Yeah, and a Plan, plan C, C. A Plan D, and a Plan D. You know how the alphabet works, don't you? Dana? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's just um. It's just wild to me that that was never, like, thought of, of a thing that Catherine can do. Because, like, it's it's so obvious that that could happen. Yeah. But also, it's, like, in it's so, like, in the background that you're not even, like, thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're thinking that, like, you oh, never... she has the vervain. Like, she takes the vervain perfume and then she has the, she drinks that tea with the vervain. And you, like, think she's good. But she's not. Nope. It just shows how in-depth Catherine can go. Yeah, she just fucking goes with it, dude. She just goes. Um, and then we'll see her playing scene a little bit. Um, 
Next up, we have Tyler having a conversation with his mom. Uh, His mom's like, oh, yeah, Mason uh, went back to Florida. Which is just, we all know. We all had a pet who died and our parents were like, they just went to a farm. You're like, no, they didn't. They died. Mm -hmm. And I think Tyler has that inkling as well. He's like, he wouldn't just ditch me right now. He said he was going to stick around and help. Uh, And yeah. Ouch, that scene actually hurts. I feel like, oh. Yeah, I that just, hurts. It does, because it's... No, you can go, Brian. <laughs> no, I was going to say, because it's like, Tyler's losing a father figure. The He lost his Again. dad, and now he's losing his Uncle Mason. Second Again. time in <clears throat> six episodes, yeah. Yeah, I will say, like, you know, yeah. Tyler's dad, not the greatest father figure. Don't really care that he's gone because he was like a bad influence. But Mason, I think Mason was kind of trying. Oh, you know? yeah. Especially- he was actually trying. So like, Especially with the werewolf curse yeah, exactly. stuff. He was like actually helping Ty- Tyler figure his shit out. Yeah, so like it's just really sad. To- Even though he was kind of a shit person, you know, for doing all the stuff he did. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. sad for Tyler to see that father figure who's like who was probably would have been really helpful and, and important in his life and him trying to figure out all this werewolf stuff is like gone now yeah ouch it hurts yeah. uh so it hurt. jenna gets like rushed to the hospital uh and she's probably gonna be okay that's kind of the no i think of they establish she's okay yeah she's gonna be they good they establish she's okay jimmy good she just and then Damon for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Damon approaches Elena and he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't think. And like, do you ever think Damon? Cause I'm beginning to think, no, you do not. I will say, okay, I well, will say be- Damon acknowledging to defend Damon? that it is his fault that this happened. Finally acknowledge, like take the responsibility for once, Damon. Thank you. That's true. But see, my thing is Damon didn't know that that would happen. Damon also probably had no idea that Catherine was manipulating but Jenna. But he in that knows way. Like, who he Catherine know that- is. He knows who okay, Catherine fair. That's is fair. and how he, she works. It's also kind of strange that he threw away his only advantage yeah, in informing too. Catherine that Mason was dead. If he just like hadn't picked up the phone, if he had just kept it for other reasons, if he had just let Mason disappear completely he would have kind of still had that advantage a little bit for at least a little bit longer. But he went to gloat at yeah. Catherine immediately. So which, like, it's like, that's, yeah. that's two strikes. You know who Catherine is, and you also decided to relieve yourself of your upper hand. Like, for why? Yeah, it's like I he, do like that. We're going, oh, sorry. He knows how she meddles better than anyone else, and he still decided to play that game f- knowing full well what she does. Like, he and Stefan yeah. know how she works, I think, better than most other people. And the fact that he still mm-hmm. was like, I think I got this. No, you don't got this. You don't. Fair. You got out Fair. Fox. You actually and said like, what I was going to uh, say anyway. Like, I, so it's like, okay. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, like, I understand, like, oh, like, maybe at first glance he was like, He's like, oh well, there's, there's, this is this, this is this someone that you maybe hold close to your heart or whatever, and like you broke my heart, so now I'm gonna break your heart by like telling you this person's dead and like blah 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 this and that. But like also, it's just a stupid move. Like it, honestly, it was like it was just dumb. It was like purely dumb move. It was not a great one. Yeah. Uh, then the episode ends, 
in Catherine's like room in the little bed and breakfast that she's in. Uh, and uh, we forgot something. No, she's oh, about- did we? No. We're about to get to the last one. What happened to Stefan and Elena? Oh. Oh, they like actually broke up. Oh, I just had a note that said, oh, ouch. And I don't know what I was referring to there, but I think that's that, oh, ouch note. Um, Stefan and Elena like actually splitsied. Do you want to know what my note is? Because it's pretty cold stone. It's. Yeah. The music isn't helping? No, I said, why do I feel nothing while watching this breakup scene? Yeah. It's really not. Like, I love them, but, like, this breakup scene kind of wasn't it, but also, like, it was it, man. I feel ya. I was like, oh, I'm sad, but, I... like, this isn't, like, sad, sad, you know? Like, it could be sadder. <laughs> could be I, worse. I, I I just rewatched it before we filmed this episode, and ouch <laughs> is all I can say to that. Like, Yeah, can confirm. Brian hurt. was, like, crying. It Oh, it just brought up so many memories because I was, all, of course, always rooting for Stefan and Elena, like from the end, like from the beginning. And it just like to finally see like that, like official, like breakup. Like, I know it's not going to be official for like a little bit, but like, it's still just like hurts because it's like they were supposed hurts. to be like the guiding light mm-hmm. through all of this. And it's like Elena making that choice. Like, do I choose my family or do I choose the love of my life? She's like, I'm choosing my family. I'm sorry, Stefan. When it comes down to the people I love and you, I'm choosing the people that I love. And that's why Elena Gilbert is the best character, and I love her to death. Okay, well, let's not get <laughs> yeah, too far best here. Character. Let's not get too far out of our <laughs> out of our. Uh... Yes, let's go back to Catherine in her lovely bed and breakfast. <laughs> let's go back to Catherine in that cute bed and breakfast, where she's so like, "You're gonna be my plan B. I need a new werewolf, so you're gonna help me get one." Um. So the camera kind of like pans down and uh, you see it's Matt Donovan. Yeah. Matt Donovan is being <gasps> manipulated dun, by Catherine. Dun. And uh, ouch, it do be hitting though, man. The fact that she said you're yeah. going to keep pushing, pushing Tyler over and over until he wants to kill you. It's like, oh my God. I just love... I loved how like see how that scene went. Like she was like, "And you're not going to stop." And then he just finishes the sentence for her. I'm not going to stop until he kills me. Like that's just haunting, yeah. and scary. It's like, oh like my how, god, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Catherine. Like not always... only the fact that that Tyler is gonna, she's gonna try to like make Tyler activate his werewolf curse, but by killing one of his best friends from childhood. That's just cold. Yeah. And even Miss Lockwood had even made the note. She's yeah. like, hey, I hadn't seen Matt around here for a while. It's good to see you guys back and talking. It's like, yeah, we've both been busy, but like, he's still my best friend. And you're like, oh, ouch, shit, ouch. Yeah, it's so, just it's just really, you're like, oh, fuck, this kind of really sucks. Yeah. We're doomed. Yeah. I'm just going to title this episode, oh, ouch. That's it. That's this episode in, yes. in a nutshell. Yeah. There was a lot of oh ouches, and because I can say the next two episodes, they're oh god, it's going to be a lot of oh ouch, a lot of big, a lot. Oh, it's not even gonna be oh ouch. It's gonna be like hi, um, um, funeral home. Hi, thank you. I would like to prepare a funeral for myself, please. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, that sounded very dark. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes that's how it be. Uh... <laughs> the team, um, I, I, so I, I'm, I'm. 
So from what I'm getting from our conversation here is that we're getting to the point in the Vampire Diaries where they're like, oh, you're hurting? You want some more? It's like, it's like, you know that- Would you t- like some more pain? It's like that TikTok meme where- Don't be shy, put don't some more. Don't be shy, put some more. <laughs> um, I will say foreshadowing going forward, we are going to get a lot of answers to a lot of questions. Um, a lot of storylines for like the first like six episodes will be wrapped up. But it will literally catapult us, like, and I'm saying a catapult into the ne- the rest of season two. And it's like literally Julie Pleck loaded the entire fandom into a catapult. All the plots, all the storylines. She was like, yeet, let's go. <laughs> Her and Kevin Williamson, they did it hard and they went hard with this season. And I am impressed with it. They did. And so next, far, good season. I'm going to say. That's true. The next episode is by far one of the most memorable episodes of Vampire Diaries history. Yeah, the next episode of Afterbite is gonna fucking slap because we got a lot to go through. With next episode, and I am we'll be talking. So excited! I'm gonna be on it about Masquerade and Rose, and those are two episodes which, oh baby, <laughs> keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. They're like the top episodes of my of this season for me. Like those two, like those two. Oh, it's like the vicky chap the end of the vicky chapter kind of thing it's like the end like when vicky died like that was like the end of like a chapter we're getting to that point again we're getting to the end of a chapter and the beginning of a new one so That's the end of is. a storyline and the beginning yeah it's <laughs> just an a plot that they're finally wrapping up you don't have to no, call it chapter. fucking chapters don't fucking don't this succumb the end of the don't chapter. succumb <laughs> Here's we the, know. Here's the thing. I I don't understand how you guys even came up with chapters. Because me, a child, like watching no, even, this is... even like any TV show, I knew there was such thing as an A and a B part of a season. So how did you just like just, just end up, oh, I that's know. a chapter. Because like, in season one, like back in the ye olden days of 2010, 2009, Julie Pleck or Kevin Williams had did an interview where they said, this is the end of the yes, Vicky chapter. Yes, we've discussed this, and the but also, there's such thing but as like the a fandom and adopted B part it. of a chapter. I mean, not of a chapter, of a season. But the fandom adopted it. I know. The fandom adopted it. And like, Just because the fandom adopted it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I have to sit exactly. here on my podcast and let you say it. Exactly. Just because everybody else does, not it. in this holy house. Can I In this house... Fuck the chapters. In this house, we're not taking a wild ride. I don't give a shit how we've split it up. We are just going. So fuck the fucking chapters. This is just not in this fucking household, okay? I know everybody else does it, but that doesn't mean we have to. Because fuck that shit. It's stupid. Anyway, Jordan, what do you rank? Episode 205, Kill or Be Killed. Okay. I've been having a deal. I've been thinking about this for a while now. Because it's been a while since I watched the episode. And I was just, I like had it on my mind because I was like, it was a good episode, right? But was it so good that I want to rank it like a nine? No, I think, I think while I was like deliberating it, I was like in between like a, like a 7.5 and an eight. So I'm going to give it a 7.75 because I feel like that's the nice in the middle. 7.5. Okay. Brian, what are you ranking it? Kill or be killed. Um, hmm. Wait, did you say 7.5? I, I said 7.75. Oh, 7.75. You're going real into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. There we Ooh. go. Damn, um, bitch. For me, I really enjoyed this episode because it was really just like, I don't know. It was just a lot of like 
moments, and I know I say that a lot on this podcast. I know podcast. you do. We need a t-shirt that just says moments, Brian. Anyway, um, but it had like my favorite moment of like the entire the season, like Cat Catherine, Caroline, um, being revealed to her mom, like the whole like Blaze mm-hmm. finding out about everything. I love that. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. It's not my favorite favorite episode, but I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um I will say, Brian, that's the lowest you've ranked an episode this this season so far. Yeah. Which is shocking. Uh I am actually gonna give Killer Be Killed. I actually really fucking like it. Um because it's it's I just think it's a good episode. So I'm gonna give it an eight as well. I genuinely think it's a pretty good one. Slaps pretty hard. But it does plant a lot of seeds, a lot of special mouse tools that we're going to use for later. Um, yeah. Jordan, what do you rank episode 206, Plan B? This episode has been one of my favorites so far. It had it used mm-hmm. all the casts, which I enjoy when when writers can use all, even when they have like a big cast and they can use it very well and use it, use all the characters to all their strengths. I really like that. Um, I really like Bonnie came back. And she, like, even though she was being used as a plot device, she had, like, this whole entire scene with Caroline, this whole entire storyline with Caroline and, like, learning to, like, accept her again and that she's her friend. Um, I really liked also Caroline and her mom scenes and, like, the whole compelling part. It just was so sad. It hurt. It hurt. Um near the end with Catherine like, revealing that she's been, like, manipulating Jenna all this time was really good. Um, and then the whole like Mason storyline and like getting him and like the introduction of Wolfsbane and like of of them like I don't know there's just like a, a lot of good storytelling this episode mm-hmm. and a lot of good use of characters okay. mm-hmm. so I I don't know if I want to give it a I I think I I might give it a nine um yeah, giving it I, a nine I'm giving it a nine it was a I really enjoyed this episode. Like even like the the la- the cliffhanger of like Matt, like being compelled to go after Tyler and good Tyler cliffhanger. Him. Like that's just so good. Like it, I feel like it deserves a nine. Okay, yeah, Brian, what are you ranking Plan B? I'm going with Jordan. I'm giving it. Um, but I'm gonna go. Um, hold on. Mm-hmm. Nine. I'm gonna go nine. Nine. Not a nine. not like yeah. a nine point five or anything like that. I was considering it, but like I just kind of wish there was like a little bit more Catherine. That was my thing, like a little bit more sprinkle of Catherine. But honestly, okay. though, like this episode is one of the more memorable ones for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, in a long time, one of the more memorable ones. Yeah, it is. It's good, uh, and in a season two that has been, thank you, Pixel, <laughs> pretty good thus far. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> don't be mean. Don't be mean. Don't be fucking rude. Don't be fucking um, rude. Are you kidding me? Cat? <laughs> don't be fucking rude. Goodbye. Um, okay. Uh, what am I ranking this one, huh? What am I ranking it? I don't know. What are you ranking that one? I think I might go with go with y'all, and I might do a nine as well. <gasps> Nine's across the board, actually. I think it wow. kind of fucking hits. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I think it kind of fucking wow, slaps. Look at us. I know, look at us. We're pixel. (laughs) 
just started running across my at goddamn least, keyboard. At least she's doing it at the end. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. I love you, but I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. Hey, you, stop. Yeah, so nights across the board for that episode. Damn, we really liked that one, yeah. huh? So far, season two yeah. is shaping up to be a pretty good season. Not a lot of it. Kind of fucking it, hits. Like, have we had any any it's... any rankings below like a five so far? No, we have not. Yeah. No. It's been it's been. We have. Good. They really. The lowest ranking we have right now is I think you ranked Memory Lane a seven. That's the lowest ranking we have right now. Uh, so fucking slaps y'all yeah um next week we are going to be talking about episode 207 and 208 masquerade and rose uh rose i think is one that we're gonna go kind of hog fucking wild on (laughs) um yeah we're gonna kind of fucking go feral we're gonna go fucking crazy i am so excited that's like the one yeah. episode that I was going to be like, if we weren't in quarantine right now, that would be one that I would have cleared my entire schedule just to be a part of. Cause I love that episode, those episodes so much. I love that. Brian's like, I do want to do your podcast, but only when I'm in quarantine, <laughs> never any time outside of that. If I'm not in lockdown, I don't talk to, to me. Just, don't talk to me. If I'm not I in lockdown, to. it's just, I'm always busy and I'm always uh-huh. going out. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, Mr. Popular, calm down there. Sorry, you have a life, Brian. Sorry, sorry, we yeah, don't... sorry It took Disney closing for me to actually show up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um... It took a literal pandemic to get you here. So, until then, <laughs> uh, check out our YouTube channel for that Behind the Bite uh, special video. It will be going up either today or tomorrow. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at AfterBitePod. Feel free to watch along with us. Send us your thoughts, feelings, reactions. And also, if you make any more of those fucking Vampire Diaries memes that we posted last week, send them to us because I fucking love that shit. I love a good dumb meme. Uh, memes Give me all so the good, good dumb memes. I- actually, a lot of people enjoyed that from last yeah. week. So, oh, and by- It's a good meme. Thank by- you. By last week, we mean two weeks ago when this, <laughs> when this comes out. Yeah. T- You're welcome. Timing is weird. No, last week. <laughs> Last week. No, it won't be two weeks. Yeah, it will be two weeks. Oh, wait, no. No, It'll be be two weeks from when... (laughs) Never mind. Shut up, Jordan. Don't (laughs) let people know how early we're recording these episodes. Ah. Don't let people know. We record them so far ahead of time. Yeah, stay inside. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah. And that's it. Stay inside and watch the vampire... (laughs) Yeah, just watch the Vampire Diaries with us, y'all. Just watch the Vampire Diaries, listen to our podcast, and and wash your motherfucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. That's it. That's this podcast. We're done.